Welcome to Modernized Rubbish, episode number 99. 99? Extra rubbish. It's nearly 100. It would be 100 if I didn't do my, uh, as we've famously talked about before, my renaming of, renumbering of the episodes tonight. So this technically would be number 100. Episode number 100! Should we call it 100? Yay! <laughs> Should we skip that and leave that mystery and rewrite that wrong where I got all experimental with the numbering? Like A bit like I'm getting all experimental with extra rubbish. Um, I, don't, I don't think anyone cares. Do you feel... I don't care. I don't think you even care. No, man. I don't. That's no, why I you feel that, all that, experimental. I feel, ne- I feel we should build up to it for next week. So let's call this 99 and next time we'll call it 100. Yeah, so what is so special about um, 100? It's just like, uh, what do you call it? It's like the millennium bug. Maybe like it's going to implode the whole podcast when we get to 100. Nothing will work anymore. Our computers will stop working. Oh, no. Yeah, that was a bit disappointing. Maybe the whole internet will stop working. Man, do you remember the millennium bug? Do you know what? I would actually feel very special if... I do remember the millennium bug. But wouldn't you feel special if the whole internet stopped working because of our podcast hitting 100, the whole internet? Um, I, guess, I guess so. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know, I'm getting a bit megalomaniac. Just, yeah. I, yeah, for some reason, after the millennium bug, everyone was like, whoa, whoa, is, everything's going to go weird because yeah. of the digit changing. And it turns out that a computer was able to add one to 1,999 <laughs> without imploding. Um, my, my toaster... Uh, no, my toaster was all right, actually. I thought it... I was fearful for I was fearful for my toaster at one point. Oh, for because of the Millennium Toast. <laughs> the Millennium Bug. <laughs> but it's um it's funny you're talking about all these strange, mysterious things. This is a really bad link into today's topic, what I'm doing, but I'm gonna talk about the Georgia Guidestones. Have you ever heard of them? Uh, is there 1999 of them no and then there's one extra one kind of which is about to be placed is that it's a kind of oh what's going to happen it kind of feels like that kind of like strange future prediction-y kind of vibe i don't know even know what that future kind of prediction-y kind of vibe actually means 1984 George Orwell. Yes, George Orwell. That's a kind of strange, vibey future prediction, which is kind of quite current, isn't it? Well, this one is more on a Stonehenge vibe. You been to Stonehenge? Yeah, I have been to Stonehenge. What did you feel? I love uh, one of the nicest henges around. (laughs) I have. I've never been up close to a henge. I've seen a henge from the distance, but that's it. Are you serious? You've never been to Stonehenge? I've driven past it, but that doesn't count, does it? No. Well, kind of. It's quite local to us, isn't it? So, yeah. it's And it's like one of the... Is it one of the seven wonders of the world? I'm not sure if it is. From a distance, but it is kind of a wonder of the world, isn't it? I know, but from a distance, it looks like the uh, breakfast seal, other breakfast seals are available. Weetabix. Yeah, Weetabix. Yeah, but they're big stone Weetabix. Yeah. And there's no milk yeah. or sugar. Have you ever tried to recreate a Stonehenge 
with Weetabix because I did that once, you know. And what you do is you you stick, you get the two sides, and then of course you stick the one across the top because they're very Weetabix are very Stonehenge looking, and then you pour milk on it, and it's like a decaying live Stonehenge. And that is the easy way to do it. I mean, back in the day when they made Stonehenge, they were doing it the the more difficult way, which is creating Weetabix out of stones. Yeah, and actually allowing this, what they were like, 20 key, twenty tonnes each or something, and then allowing the rain over thousands and thousands of years to uh, wear the stones down. Yeah. So the Georgia Guidestones, they're a mo- and I, I say was a monument because it got blown up quite recently, that's what I'm talking about, was a monument made of granite that was situated in Albert County, Georgia, and it was erected in 1980, and it stood there till 2022. And it's about five, 5.87 metres to about 19 feet, the, these stones are tall, and they're made from six granite slabs. So it's a massive, great, weird kind of thing. They're not in a circle, they're kind of like a, in a sort of round. I don't know for want of a better description. And the sla- How would they have like, how would they have lifted those, that weight of stones all, the, all those years ago? What was it, 1980? <laughs> <laughs> and, um, so that was, that was sarcasm, if anyone was wondering. Well, it was referred to as the American Stonehenge. And the slabs, are actually inscribed in several languages, uh, you know, like Russian, Chinese, English, Arabic, even uh, the older Egyptian kind of hieroglyphics, uh, ancient Greek. So what have they got written on them? Well, they've got written on them lots of good things for living. Now, uh, I'll, t- I'll talk about how who set it up, and then we'll, we'll have a look at what's actually written on them because it's quite interesting so uh it was a guy called robert c christian that's a pseudonym by the way i don't know what his real name was and basically he went to stonehenge so he were he went to a granite company and said look i want you to uh, create this and he said he re- represented a small group of loyal americans and the the employee actually thought oh well no, this this job you want doing it's like ridiculous amount of granite so he thought the guy was a nut and i'm i'm actually quoting him i don't use that word but um and so he he gave the guy a really high price and the guy went fine yeah build it now robert c christian wanted the landmark to function as a compass a calendar a clock and he wanted it to be able to withstand any catastrophic events now, basically, it's inscribed with 10 guided principles of truth and nature. So it was a simple message for human beings. Now, the words that are inscribed on it are in several different languages. Uh, uh, are, are, are quite... I mean, I don't think they're actually that, that, uh, that controversial, but it's things like balance personal rights with social duties... This is one of them. Avoid petty laws and useless officials. Let all nations rule internally, resolving external disputes in a world court. Protect people and nations with fair laws and laws and just courts. Um, maintain humanity under five 
hundred million in perpetual bands with nature. So that's quite a dodgy one there, because that's a lot of people. Five hundred million in perpetual bands with nature. And prize truth, beauty, love, seek harmony with the infinite. Be not a cancer on the earth, leave room for nature and leave room leave room for nature basically. So you can imagine. They're all quite quite nice things to a certain extent. I'm not sure about the 500, 500 million bit. Yeah, what's that a reference to? 500 million? It's probably a religious... Is that a... I don't know. There's probably some kind of quasi-Christian uh, religion that believes limiting. I know that... What was it with the... Uh, what was it the... Jeho That's like half a billion because yeah. the population today is what is it nine billion seven, is that is right seven I billion, something like that it's give or take a couple of billion oh right billion, yeah give or take a couple of billion but it's um it's pretty damn big and i, I mean i know with the jehovah's witnesses they don't they say that a hundred thousand people should go to heaven and the rest get left on earth where it's not as quite as good but i don't know if that's 500 million are left Oh, right. So yeah, I don't know that fight. Yeah, so I don't understand the five hundred million reference. No, I don't. I, I can't think what it is at all. But the, the thing is, is that people, because he went under a pseudonym, no one quite knows who this Robert C. Christian guy is. Um, so they're, they're not sure who this. I mean, there's theories as to who it might be. Uh, you know, certain religious sex and stuff but the, the, no one's actually well, his surname's Christian that kind of gives yeah. away quite a lot doesn't yeah, it yeah it was his made up name though wasn't it so so that's his, uh, his mysterious uh, made up name and uh, some people also these the stones uh, channel through stones uh, indicate celestial poles and the horizontal slots indicate the annual traveller's sun and uh, so there's kind of like astronomical references now people had lots of theories as to what it was about so some people thought it was a UFO beacon for, for a, and a satanic monument and some believe it was a monument to some kind of new world order conspiracy but he of course. but he made it clear that he didn't want anything even though there was like 10,000 people coming to visit this place right he didn't want any kind of touristy kind of thing set up where because he's actually leased he actually bought the land or leased the land off a farmer and the rules were as part of the lease was there was no to be no touristy kind of thing set up and no advertising the site but it's still 10,000 visitors apparently came to see the work and people you know lots of theories about it and uh, some people even thought there might be some kind of time capsule built underneath it. I don't know what that was, what that might have contained. But of course, people hear this. And uh, what's happened is that this year in July, an explosion was heard in the middle of the night and it destroyed one of the slabs. And a car was seen speeding away on CCTV. And for safety reasons, the stones had to be removed. So it's been knocked down so it stood for his time in it it's it's been sarchied <laughs> oh no it hasn't <laughs> <laughs> no it hasn't oh, I it, was... well, it probably wasn't so it was more likely to be bill gates wasn't it bill gates did no again that is not official modern art is rubbish 
policy. Bill Gates did not blow up that New World Order. Well, he, he probably owned the farmland, didn't he? No, he, did. well, he does buy up a lot of farm. He's been doing that a lot, but that's mm. another... He's been, yeah, yeah, he's he been doing like that his whole life, hasn't he? He does like buying up the means of food production. I don't know what yeah. that means, but yeah. And how I, you know, very strange. So anyway, they don't know who's done it, but the person who's done it is could face up to 20 years because it's actually under under the uh, the civil, the town's uh, protection. So, because obviously it's 10,000 people come there a year to this small town in the middle of nowhere. So, to their economy, it's massive. And someone's come along and blown it up. So, they are probably going to go down for a long time. And probably. Yeah, but they sped away and no one saw them. So, was this recently? Yes, this July. Yeah. Someone blew it up. So, like, yeah, well, you know. We're all tracked, aren't we, with our phones and there's so much Big Brother around us and everything we touch and do. Um, it's a wonder that everyone isn't caught for anything they do, like in theory, isn't it? Yeah, it's... Yeah, it is. How can you get away... How can you get away from anything in our society? It's like we're being watched all the time. What's Bill Gates is not going to get away with this, Marcus. <laughs> Bill Gates did not do it. Although we don't know who did it, so how can I say? Yeah, we don't know. <laughs> yeah, sorry, but not Bill Gates. Sachi is not going to get away with and it this Sarchi. time. <laughs> Allegedly. Yeah. So it's interesting, isn't it? Though I was looking at these and I heard nothing about them. So they've got a lot of publicity, which is a shame because they're now had to be destroyed. I wonder if they're going to rebuild them, sue the guy, and make him build it with his own hands as punishment. All right, yeah, we'll just get that Robert C. Christian or whatever his name is, who no one knows. Is he, is he like Banksy, an American Banksy? No, no, I think he's just a... I don't know. I don't know about the guy. I know some kind of Christian guy who's 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 represents a lot of rich, a small group of rich Americans. But, uh, again, it was... I mean, it was... The ironic thing was it was he asked it to be built to withstand catastrophic events so earthquakes it probably and lightning and flood and storms and wind they built it but they didn't build it to withstand someone coming up with a load of TNT and blowing it up yeah you can't account for Bill Gates can you <sighs> no it's not Bill Gates <laughs> no yeah. So, Ains, our modern art is rubbish, 99th episode, 100 next time, Tom. Um, so, where can people go to see images of the thing that we talked about, the granite thing that we talked about, the Georgia Guidestone? Microsoft.com! <laughs> no, not Microsoft.com. <laughs> Modernartisrubbish.com. So, Tom. Oh, yeah, sorry, yeah, thanks. So, it's just time for... Goodbyes. Goodbye.